What's happening, world? I'm your host, the Wizard of Waz, Benji Wozniak. And in this episode, I'll be going over the first three episodes of Falcon and the Winter Soldier. So to start out in the first episode, Sam, Falcon, is on a rescue mission to save one of the U.S. Um, soldiers. And uh, it's full of action and really a good sequence. Uh, did really well. And then he ends up landing after the rescue and talking to his friend, Lieutenant Torres, who uh, orchestrated the rescue mission. And Lieutenant Torres talks to him about a group that's being causing all kinds of havoc called the Flag Smashers. And uh, Torres is going to investigate these people. Now, it should be noted that in the Marvel comic books, there is no Flag Smashers group. It's actually a villain called Flag Smasher who fights Captain America. This group called the Flag Smashers wants the world to go back to the way it was before the blip. The blip is what they're calling the return of everyone from the snap of Thanos' fingers. Sam lets Torres know he can't actually go with him to help uh, investigate the Flag Smashers at the moment because he has some important business that he has to intend to in Washington, which he assures Torres is not the fact that Steve Rogers is on the moon, uh, that that's something else. So he goes back home and he ends up finding fi- his sister, uh, Sarah, who they both own a boat and a house that their father left to them. Uh, Sarah's having some financial problems and wants to sell the boat, but Sam is determined to keep it because it's part of the family. Uh, and they go to the bank and try and get a loan. And Sam's thinking that, you know, they'll be able to do this because, you know, he's the Falcon and he has recognition and it doesn't go that way, which Sarah kind of knew it wouldn't. Um, the, the bank doesn't see the fact that he's the Falcon. They look at strictly financials and there was no way that they were going to give these people a, uh, a loan. Sarah does explain to Sam that, you know, during the time period that he was missing because of the snap, the five-year period, that she was facing financial problems. She was alone. There was a lot going on in her life. So this is something she kind of knew was going to happen. It's not like she didn't apply before, she said. Now, Sam has actually gone back to Washington because uh, at the end of Endgame, Steve Rogers, after he returns from being old, uh, gives him the shield. And he says, this is your shield. This is, I want you to have it. And um, Falcon is torn with this. He doesn't. You know, he doesn't feel that he deserves the shield. That, uh, that represents something that he, to him is amazing. And, you know, he doesn't feel that he's worthy of it. So he goes to this um, Captain America event and turns in the shield for them to have in a, a, a storage area so, so people can come see, you know, a case. And a roadie says to him, you know, Steve gave you that for a reason. He wanted you to be Captain America. And he says, no, it's in its right place. It's, in, it's here honoring Captain America. And um, that's where we leave off. Now we go to Bucky, who is actually under a psychiatric evaluation and going through problems because, you know, he was the Winter Soldier, he, he was programmed to kill, and he's just turned himself around, you know, and he's not used to, like, life. It's, it's a hundred-year-old man that all he ever knew was war after war after war, and now he's thrown into the society to be a normal human being, which he cannot be. And you learn to find out that uh, he's trying to make amends to the people he's wronged. You know, he has a list of people that he wants to help, um, you know, ease the pain of what the Winter Soldier did to them. Bucky has even gone so far as to befriend an, an elderly Korean gentleman who he killed his son on a mission to kill some other people. So, you know, he's trying to do the right thing, but he just doesn't know how. You know, it's, it's a confusing time for him. So as the episode concludes, Sarah comes into the room where Sam's sitting. He's talking to Torres, trying to find out about the Flag Smashers. And she says, you got to stop and I got to turn on the television for a minute and show you something. So she turns on the TV and the shield that Sam gave to the museum to be honoring Captain America. He watches as another person is presented the shield, comes out as the new Captain America. And that's where the episode ends. So at the start of episode two, you're introduced to the new Captain America, John Walker. Now, 
if you read Marvel Comics, you know that John Walker does take up the mantle of Captain America. Uh, he is also the, the U.S. agent later on and also Super Patriot. So he, he's had a few ch- character changes. And um, we're also introduced to his friend, Lamar Hoskins, who uh, in the comic books actually comes out as Bucky. Uh, it's true, they call him Bucky in the comic books at first. And then he changes his name to Battlestar. So at least they didn't do that in the, in the, in the shows. So Bucky is actually watching this television program where they're interviewing the new Captain America. And it, it makes him mad. I mean, he, he didn't want the shield to be given to anybody but Sam because that's what Steve wanted. So Bucky goes and finds Sam, who's actually on a mission to go find the Flag Smashers, who, who the leader of the Flag Smashers beat up Torres. So as they confront each other, you know, they're telling each other how Sam feels he did the right thing. And Bucky's upset because, you know, this, he doesn't want the shield to be in someone else's hands. But there's nothing they can do. So Sam explains he's going to find these Flag Smashers, and the Winter Soldier, Bucky, decides he's going to go help them. They go, and they end up finding the location of where the uh, Flag Smashers are smuggling uh, vaccines. And they end up on the trucks, and they end up going after these people. So as they're fighting, Captain America, and the new Captain America, and Battlestar show up and assist them. Well, as the fight progresses, you find out these, these people um, are super soldiers and very tough to beat. And they end up losing. So Sam and Bucky are walking down the road, and um, Captain America and Battlestar pull up in a, a jeep, and you know ask them to get in. And you know this is the whole thing about them being Captain America. You know neither one of them are happy about the situation. And um, you come to find out that they got there because there was a tracker in uh, Red Wing. What happens is Bucky and Sam get out of the Jeep and end up going off on their own. And Bucky tells Sam there's someone he wants them to meet. This ends up being Isaiah Bradley. So they go to the house where uh, Isaiah's grandson opens the door. And, you know, he says he's not home. And, you know, Bucky tells him to tell Isaiah that he's the man that he met in Goyang. So they end up going in the house and you meet Isaiah. Now, the thing about Isaiah is this incident happened during the Korean War. Uh, Isaiah was actually Captain America. So he was a black Captain America during the Korean War. Uh, a super soldier, and they don't mention the fact that he was Captain America in the show, but in the comic books, he is Captain America during that time period, and uh, they end up leaving, and Falcon's pretty mad because, you know, Isaiah was basically held prisoner and, and done test on for, for being a super soldier and, like, is you know, ruined his life, and um, of course, you know, he's mad, you know, he's like, why didn't you tell me that this happened, and he's like, you know, Bucky's like, well, I didn't want nothing more happening to this man because all he went through, and, um, Bucky ends up getting arrested for violating his um, probation and has to go back to court. This is where you end up going back and uh, they're being released and you find out that the Captain America uh, did it so he could have Bucky and Falcon help him. But uh, they agree that, you know, they can't help him because, you know, they have to follow government rules, whereas Bucky and Falcon do not. On a side note about Isaiah, in the comic books, Isaiah's grandson is the bloodline of Isaiah. So he actually has the super soldier uh, powers. And he becomes the Patriot in the Young Avengers. So this could actually play into the whole WandaVision with her son Wiccan and Speed. But we'll have to see where this goes. You know, the whole premise of this whole thing so far has been the fact that Bucky is upset that the shield was given away. And Sam thinks that he did the right thing. So you know, will he become the next Captain America? Who knows? In the comic book, Falcon does become Captain America. But I don't know what they're going to do with this. So at the end of the episode, they say they're going to go see Zemo. Now... If you remember, Zemo is the one that killed T'Chaka, 
Um, so T'Challa became the king of Rwanda. So not a good thing because you know the Rwandans want to kill Zemo for what he did. So it's going to lead into something. So the start of episode three, we go back where uh, Bucky helps Zemo escape out of the prison. And, you know, Sam didn't know anything about it until Zemo shows up. And he's mad, but he's like, he understands that they need leads to find out where the super serum is coming from. So uh, he ends up agreeing to it, but he says, you know, when it's over, you're going to go back. So they end up going to Madripoor. And there they end up running into who else? But Sharon Carter, the niece of Peggy Carter, uh, Steve's love interest. So she ends up helping them find the lab where this man created the super serum, uh, soldier serum. He ends up getting killed and they end up splitting up and going their separate ways. So you kind of have to wonder if Sharon Carter is the power broker who controls Madripoor and is the one that's chasing after the Flag Smashers and trying to get the Super Serum. So, for me, Madripoor is just like Tortuga and um, the Pirate Haven, where, you know, if you're lawless and everything, this is where you want to go. This is the place you want to be. And uh, it could play in a fact because Madripoor plays into Wolverine, because Wolverine's son at one point becomes the leader of Madripoor. So we'll have to see where that goes. Zemo and Bucky and Falcon get a lead that the leader of the Flag Smashers, Carly Morgenthal, was trying to help someone in Latvia. So they end up going there. And yes, Latvia is the place with Dr. Doom. So this is also could play into a big factor in this. But they're too late. When they get there, the person had already died of cancer. Well, as it's the show's ending, uh, Bucky sees a bunch of chemo uh, beads. And these are tracking devices by the Wakandans. So Bucky ends up telling them he wants to take a walk. And as he's walking through, he calls out that he knows that the Wakandans are there. And Io comes out, which is huge because she's a major factor in Wakanda. So we'll have to see what happens with that because they want Zemo. And in this, they keep on calling Bucky the White Wolf. Now, in the MCU, the White Wolf seems to be Bucky. But in the comic books, the White Wolf was actually a man named Hunter. Hunter was found as a child by T'Chaka and adopted. And he ended up becoming the captain of a secret police force in Wakanda called the Hagut Zarui, which... Uh, T'Challa ends up disbanding because of the brutality that they had. And uh, he ends up becoming a villain towards Wakanda. So we'll have to see where this goes. So we got three more episodes to figure out what's going to happen. Will Sam take the mantle of Captain America? And what's going to happen with this Flag Smashers? And all the other questions that need to be answered. Will Dr. Doom appear? Will Wolverine appear? What's going to happen with the MCU? It's all actually been pretty interesting. And the show's not that bad so far. So I hope you all enjoy it. And uh, please tune in next time to... What's happening?